But Dad, isn't it time for illegal ham in the face? But, but, but bro, where's the banjo? there we're live now so what's going on everybody we are live here in a wonderful episode of illegal ham to face this is technically episode 70 but i'm going to say 71 because i screwed up the last episode that was 69 so we are in episode 71 no, the is... last episode said it was 70 i know but we we missed one between oh. eric metcalf and that one so 69 went out the window all right, so I'm going to bring in my cohorts here. I got my big bra. Gronk would be so disappointed. I know. I know. My bad. <laughs> and my cousin Vinny. Good morning, everybody. And we already got Polly in the comments. Here he is. Oh, There's man. Polly. There he is. What up, Polly? What up, Polly? All right, so let's get into the show real quick. Vinny, give us the rundown. All right. Rundown for today. We have uh, my cousin Vinny's word of the day, followed up by trivia time. Uh, This one's on you, Fatty, right? Yes, it is. There we go. Oh, boy. Can't wait. We have uh, Browns win against Houston. We're going to go over that recap and uh, see how we did as a collective. And uh, look ahead to the Bears. Da bears, da bears. Um, following up with uh, some Fat Boy Tuesday, we're gonna talk about some game day beverages, which we will have a special guest on. Hopefully, when that happens, uh, we have a friend join the show to talk game day beverages with us. Very nice, and uh, finish up with our top three drinks of choice. All time beverages. There's right. a lot of those. Mm-hmm. I got a few. All right. Narrow it down to three. Yeah, I know. It's hard to narrow it down to three, but (laughs) we'll have those. All right. So the way we start out this show, like we do every week, we start out with some shout outs, family, friends, businesses, whoever we want to shout out. Then we get into my cousin Vinny's demon word of the day. And then we hit up trivia. So while we get into our shout outs, Brian, do you have any shout outs today, brother? Uh, Yeah, I got just a few um, and I'll keep them quick. And the first one is going back a couple weeks, showing our appreciation for Eric Metcalf. He has a new podcast out, which I just listened to uh, the second one that he's ever done today. It's called The Dog Check. The Dog Check? Yep, it's called The Dog Check. It's on the Believe uh, Podcast Network. So 
go check them out. I just got them in my uh, my podcast app. So you could probably find it wherever you find your podcast. And my next shout out is kind of a question for you guys. So I don't really have a whole lot of leftover pizza most of the time, as you can imagine. Um, but what's your guys' way of choice to heat up pizza? Because I've never really found a good way to do it. Oh, oven. Put it back in the oven. Oven? Okay, Vinny? I don't. I eat it cold. <laughs> do you really? <laughs> I, of course I, you do. Know, of course you do. But I'm not going to lie. I probably eat it cold, too. Cold but, pizza okay. is But no. Uh, uh-huh. That's like oven fresh, normal, yeah. you know, normal pizza. So, so uh, my aunt came up with this trick. You turn on the oven at like 250. Uh-huh. And you throw it in the oven for like maybe five minutes, and it should warm it up enough to where it's almost fresh. But hmm. you know, you it you can either do five minutes that way or a couple minutes in the microwave. It's up to you. The only okay, thing that's well, not in the microwave is you get the molten hot cheese and the hard crust. Exactly, and that's where I'm going. I usually, if I got the patience, which I usually don't, I'll throw it in the oven, the little toaster oven. Um, but if I throw it in the microwave, yeah, I gotta like. Put the put the crust underwater and get it a little wet before I throw it in the microwave. All right, I got something for you that'll blow your mind, and I'm pretty sure most of us have it. Have you ever tried it in the air fryer? I have not. I, I heat don't. it up, heat it up for about four minutes in the air fryer, and it's good as golden. You got to really? try it. Crisp okay. up the pepperoni, bacon, whatever you got on it. It's a game changer. I guarantee you'll love it. I don't have an air fryer. I gotta well, go I spend 30 bucks and go get an air fryer. Yeah, that's not big enough. I need like an industrial air fryer. You see oh. my kids, right? <laughs> I don't need like a little air fryer where I get four chicken nuggets in the tray. Hey, I need hey, the it's, better, it's better than what you got right now. That is true. I'll talk uh-huh. to you later about this. Yep, get yourself an air fryer just for pizza. pizza. Yeah. That's why it's taking me this long to figure it out. Oh, okay. That uh, makes sense. Oh, okay, Red Leg chimed in. Red Leg, Eric Metcalf, been seeing him on the field lately. We're 25 too. Yes, he, Beatrick Felton, buddy. Dang right. But hey, congratulations, Red Leg. He went to Mr. B's. That's what I heard. Yeah. Now, Red Leg, I need you to write in the comments what you had at Mr. B's because we haven't talked since then. But he went to Mr. B's on a Saturday. He met uh, Vic's brother. Oh, yeah, Vince. Vince. He met yeah. Vince and met mm-hmm. a couple of Browns uh, fans there and was talking them up and, you know, hyping us up, too. So, Red Leg, cool. thank you so much. Awesome. Uh, is that all for your shout-outs, brother? That's it. Yes, sir. Bye, because of it. You got your shout-outs. Um, hey, shout-out to uh, uh, my my friend Jeff out in New Hampshire. I'll shout-out <laughs> my cousin Polly over there. Yeah, Absolutely. Who's listening to the show. And... Uh, Shout out! I'm sure my my sister and brother they're gonna chime in here pretty soon as well, uh, and I'm sure Dom, you know, I'm I you know the whole family's listening for sure. Okay, I know? know they are. So so Red Leg just came back. He had a quesadilla. Wife had the Cabanero pasta and some appetizers. Oh wow! So Red Leg was the quesadilla a game changer? <laughs> Delicious to say the least. Uh-huh. That a boy. There you go. Oh, my Lord, that quesadilla that they got. Thanks, Red Leg. Uh, I, my shout-outs this week, I got a shout-out. Uh, the guys at Big Play, we had a blast out at Jack Casino. Uh, we, I got to meet Phil Taylor, and that is a big, big boy. 
Let the me dart player you. was there? Not the dart player. Oh. The former first round pick from the Cleveland Browns. Oh, Matt yeah. Keith. Oh, yeah. So we had a blast there. And then um, I got to shout out my wife. I love her so much. We we finally got like a little date day where we're sitting there gambling and we're drinking Bloody Marys. This is why we have the game day choice of drinks because the wife and I were drinking Bloody Marys all day. But uh, just to see how lucky she is, just she sat down with one slot machine, Bri. Spin, winner. Next spin, winner. All right, I'm cashing out. What do you want to do, honey? <laughs> like, come on. Come on. <laughs> so... I got to I gotta thank her for a great time. It was a great day with us. And I gotta thank and she's not on yet. I gotta thank Mama. Grammy came up and watched the kids for us so we could have a little date day and have some fun. So Grammy, cool. when you uh watch this back, which I know you do all the time, thank you for coming to uh Cleveland and watching your two little heathens here in Cleveland. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And on that note, I am done with shout outs. So let's get into the show. Let's get into my cousin Vinny's word of the day. Oh, Vinny, before you bring it up, uh-huh. let me get into my arsenal here because I've been waiting to play this for the longest time. I do have your new sounder yeah. for my cousin Vinny's word of the day. Huh. And it's it's gonna be great. And I can't wait for it. Let me bring up the sounds. I apologize, people. Let me bring up the sounds. Well, while you're searching for that, let me uh, reassure people that we did not travel back in time a week. It is September 21st, not September 14th. I thought I changed. <laughs> you're confused. I didn't say that. That's my fault, guys. My That's fault. all right. Well, I just goes, I was confused myself. Definitely goes for me and Vinny then. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, I proofread these things. Well, <laughs> All, All right. right. Yeah, you got to proofread that stuff. Well, it's the 21st. All right, so what's the word of the day, Betty? Stop oh, typing. Oh, they already know no, we screwed up. I'm, I, that's fine. <laughs> I, Thanks, Bri. <laughs> I thought you guys saw and just didn't care. So No, I, no. I, I, I changed it. I just never saved it. Oh. There you go. Uh, there we go. Now we're there. You know, I, big I, time. I almost had the, uh, the, the 25th, you know, well, First, but, but with a th, but we're here now. Yeah, no. so because of any yes, word of the day. All right, here we go. Word of the day is. Where the hell is it? <laughs> oh my lord! You got to turn up the C. High volume. No. What else? Tribulation. Tribulation. Ah, tribulation. Trials and tribulations. All right. Tribulation. Okay. okay. It will be used as a noun. Okay. For our definition. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. So we got to get into our trivia. And let me play it because they... All right, our trivia is brought to you by Curb Appeal Landscaping and Papa V at Curb Appeal419.com. Also, our show is brought to you by 
I got to do this at the beginning. I can't. Why am I waiting till halfway through? I, it's the only time I remember. Lake Erie APA. Get a hold of Harold Keel at Lake Erie APA for all your pool playing fun. Uh, we just had a blast on Sunday. I wasn't supposed to be there. Pissed off about half the teams, and then I left. So that's what happens when you oh, feed that guy a whole bunch of blueberries. <laughs> so let's get into the trivia. All right, Bry, you ready? Yep, let's have it. I got Browns trivia for you. I like it. The last time a Browns running back rushed for over 100 yards was when? By who and against who? <laughs> okay. Last time over 100 yards. That hadn't happened this year. All right. Well, All right. I got a basically a 50% chance of getting the guy right. That a boy. Well, sort of, you think. Oh. You think. So. Hmm. And no answering. How many? Okay. So, Justin. I started out with a couple yeah. spots of Jaeger with the wife. That's what we're wondering. I had five to six at the casino. She took me to pool. I had about another five to six there and a handful more shots. And then I ended the nightcap with Vinny, my patented double downs, rum and coke. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So I had my super rum and coke, and then that's when shit got real. And at about 6.30, I tapped out. So you kept drinking Bloody Marys at like 3, 4 o'clock in the afternoon? Yeah, I can't help it, dude. Once The first one starts to go down, I love Bloody Marys. I don't think I've ever had one in my life. Really? Yeah. I had one. I didn't like it. But I thought it was more of a morning drink. Well, technically, but if you're... Yes, well, I ain't judging. Hey, once it started flowing, I didn't care what they put in my face. I mean, I did shots of <laughs> Jaeger, Jameson, Honey Jack, Fireball Chilled. Oh, uh, what was the other? Crown Apple, Crown Peach. <laughs> did you have more than 21? That was the bet. Houston Texans points are your drinks. <laughs> well, I had 11 plus probably about nine shots, so I was close. Okay. Well, you told me you had a beer too. So does that make twenty-one I had, I exactly? Had a beer. Now let me let me bring this up, people. He's You're at a casino. No, 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 no. I had to buy a beer. You want to know why I had to buy a beer? At the casino, they do not start serving liquor until eleven o'clock. What the shit is that? It's a casino. Those degenerates are there all night. You might want to serve liquor whenever the hell you want to. It's a Sunday, man. I don't give it. Yeah, they're a trying shit. to keep the alcoholics out. And Justin's never had a Bloody Mary. Uh, no, me neither, Justin. All right. Well, Brian, we're drinking Bloody Mary soon, all right? Uh, you know what? For you, I would try one. All Keep right. the olives out of there. Not a problem, and I won't make it spicy for you, okay? I'll no, give I you... don't mind the spice. No, make no, those no. olives, keep them out. No, no, no. You'll mind the spice because they make it super spicy at uh, Mr. B's. Well, Tabasco, right? No, no, no. It's not Tabasco. They go back and get the good shit hot sauce. And they pour it in by the ounce. Is that what you drink? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you drink the spicy stuff? Hell, yeah, I do. Oh. How do you think I was just full of shit on Monday? <laughs> <laughs> you did it to yourself. I don't feel bad for you. I know. I know. I know. Can't buy I've been there. One or two. 
Oh my god, I feel bad for Kentucky. Oh, Ugh. all right. So let's get into we did the trivia. Vinny, bring it up. Let's get into the Browns. All right, the Browns won against Houston recap. Brian, what were your thoughts about this game? They won 31 to 21. Was hold on. First off, were any of us close on the scores? Yes. I, I'm half right. You were half right, but your other team scores were uh eight points off. Right. So okay. if we just went by total points away from what the score I was, 10 was po- I was ten points off, wasn't I? Oh I was nice. The closest. 27, 24, 31. No way. No, no. <laughs> you no. don't go total points. I did <laughs> I did thirty-five to eighteen. I was four points off the front end off a of Cleveland score. Seven and I was off. three points off uh, of their score. So seven points away. I got you my that's a cockamamie math right there, Vinny, to give yourself the W. But I, I said, <laughs> don't break, don't break your arm, patting yourself on the back. Right you had the other half. I have forty twenty-one. So I had. Okay. Yeah. You both <laughs> had half well, the shit. score. At least I know what well, you yeah. scored. Yeah, right. And I got the Browns. So we're good. So, so I wanted to bring this up before I boot Vinny off here because we're talking Browns. So Vinny, you said when you you watched the first half of the game. Yeah. Right. And yeah. what were your exact words that you told me earlier when you watched the first half of the game? I was I was actually very disappointed in the in like the first it was definitely the first quarter and then like uh, maybe half of the second quarter I was watching it. I had to leave anyway to go head out, but I'm I was like shaking my head. <laughs> I'm going, oh man, we're we're gonna lose this one too. I was I was kind of disappointed <laughs> in the way that started out. And, uh, yeah, I ended up leaving. I checked in on it like two more times, once in the third quarter, uh, last time, like the two minute, uh, two minute mark. Actually, I checked in on it three times because then I checked in for the final score. So, yeah, the last two minutes seemed, uh, pretty, you know, pretty there with the same score, 21 31. So, but yeah, that was my whole thing. Well, Vinny, we will catch you. On the backside, and that phone call. Yeah, go ahead and take your phone call. Was that is Ava calling you? No. Are you sure about that? No, I'm dead. Cousin Polly. Is it Polly? No. Polly, are you calling? Don't you dare. (laughs) (laughs) Call him. Call him, Paul. So we have Justin. I used to do shots of Frank's hot sauce. Bring on the hot sauce. That a boy. The wife and I were in our seats, going, "What the hell?" A few times. (laughs) Red leg, uh, I think everybody was. So I'm going to hand it over to Big Brian. Brian, how did you feel about it? Yeah, I mean, a lot of mixed emotions. Um, as Browns fans, after Kansas City, we were feeling pretty good. And even though we won this one by double digits, it was almost like a little bit of a letdown. Um, it, it was it was a very conservative uh, game plan, I think, by by Stefanski, and especially once you lose Jarvis and once Baker gets banged up a little bit, it's like, well, let's just try to escape with a win. And to their credit, they did that. Um, Whether if Tyrod Taylor was in there the whole game, who knows if that happens, though. Um, We kind of lucked out getting a rookie quarterback uh, starting his first game or playing in his first NFL action ever. So that wasn't great on our defense, but – um. You know, at the end of the day, they got it done. So hopefully we can get healthy. There are a lot of uh, little nicks 
to our team and to their team as well and hopefully get everyone healthy and yeah, survive in advance in the NFL. Um, and so we did that. And it's going to suck losing Jarvis for a couple weeks, it sounds like. But um, More than let's do it again. Yeah, well, at least three. He's on IR. So. They place and on I, IR. I believe Chubb missed uh, four weeks last year with a similar injury. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if Jarvis misses four and maybe even five because I believe that fifth game that he would be eligible to come back is a Thursday night game against uh, Denver. So yeah. it might be tough to have him come back uh, on a quick, short week. But, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's a month's be, problem. It also might be the right guy to bring back on a Thursday night while everybody's coming off a Sunday. He hasn't played any games until then. It might be the best time to actually play him on Thursday night against Denver, especially mm-hmm. Denver. Freaking Denver. 2-0. I know. Probably uh, be three, though, because I think they played the Jets this week. No, I I can't wait. A lot of people were upset about this game and the points and everything else. And you know something, Brian? I can't wait from this game. They did what they had to do. And you know something? With these teams, you just have to win. It doesn't have to be pretty. You have to do the things that you need to do to win. And you know something? They realized that in the second half, and you saw the whole game plan, game plan change in the second half. They were going to go, well, okay, this is what you're giving us. It was screen passes. It was bubble passes. It was Chubb. It was Hunt. It was, and I noticed, and I, I got to ask you, because we've really never talked about this one here before. Have you noticed the different running styles between Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb? Uh, you like just watched it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's a little surprising because, Chubb is, uh, you know, beast. We see all his workout videos, but it's almost like Chubb <laughs> gives guys moves, and Kareem just tries to run right through them. Which oh my is God. I, I saw a couple fun of, to watch. I watched a couple of Kareem's runs, and it was like, "Oh, you're going to tackle me? Well, I'm carrying you for four yards." Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like it's that <laughs> that touchdown against uh, Pittsburgh last year in the playoffs. That was a thing of beauty. He just was not going to be denied at all. He was just a bowling ball and. Yeah, we, we love it. And, you know, having Nick Chubb in front of you, getting majority of the carries, you can uh, you can be that explosive back and just uh, power through guys because you know you're going to get a rest, you know, in a couple snaps or the following drive or whatever. Hey, can you look that up for me? Is it is the Denver game at Cleveland or Denver? I think it's like a Christmas uh, game. No, it's Cleveland. It's October 21st. What Christmas game do we – oh, Packers. That's Packers. Yep. Packers. Mm-hmm. Packers. Uh, what was your uh, offensive highlight of the game, Bri? Um, it was uh, – the highlight would be – and it's going to sound like a broken record at this point, but it's it's Nick Chubb and watching him do his work. Uh, 11 carries, 95 yards. Sounds pretty darn good. But he had a couple runs, um, you know, in the first quarter and the third quarter where he just didn't go very far. But – when we were down 14 to seven at the end of the first half, when we were up 24, 21 towards the end of the game, we leaned heavily on Nick Chubb. It was, yep, that's our guy. He's going to win us the game. And you know what he did in, in that, uh, was it 20 or 25 yard touchdown run? That, that was a thing of beauty. And so 
we go as Nick Chubb goes, it seems, over the first couple weeks, which we kind of already knew that. But, um, yeah, when the going got tough, we turned to Nick Chubb, and, and he bailed us out. Is that Dominic? I have no idea. I think I still – Dom, is that, uh, if that's you, just give us a thumbs up, brother. DJ? Yeah, Dom. Well, I mean, the D works. I don't know about the J. Uh, I don't know. He says Uncle Vince. I mean, <laughs> well, how many nephews do you got? I mean, we got to shout out Dom if I he's mean, on here. Oh, absolutely. The pierogi king. Never go against the fam. Um, that was a tie. That was not a tie. That was a tie. It is Dom. He said yes. <laughs> so, Dom, thank you for tuning in. By the way, if you would have one more pierogi, your uncle would have tapped out like a little. Oh, man, would I have ever. <laughs> <laughs> so, just, hey. Just like we say in our pool team, just one more, Dom. Just one more. Just one more, Dom. <laughs> All right. Let's get back into the Browns. Uh, yep. So my my offensive uh, one that kind of – Demetric Felton, that little bubble screen and watch – Bry, like everybody said before, that looked like Eric Metcalf out there. Like watching him dart, dunk, and he was gone. There wasn't like – I even watched a guy try to tackle him at the legs, and he just kicked out of it. Gone. Touchdown. He made he made four guys miss. And I, how often do you see a spin move that 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 is that pretty? It's not uh, very Brax, often. I mean, Braxton Miller had a pretty good. Oh match. yeah, against Tulsa. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah but this yeah, was yeah, against yeah. real men playing football. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> yeah, he was, and you know what? He he had another play. Uh, I think in the fourth quarter, it was basically it wasn't a bubble screen, but it, he was like the outlet at the line of scrimmage, and yeah. uh, Baker gave it to him, and you know he got twenty yards, and, and so he's going to be probably leaned on a lot with a Jarvis out, and doesn't sound like they're going to bring another wide receiver in. Um, they cut no. Davion Davis, which. We all kind of thought that he had a good enough preseason to come back and maybe uh, make a splash, but they I, thought otherwise. I think he might have messed up on Twitter, and that might have been the uh, the accent. Is it? that right? Yeah, he, he tweeted out, uh, guess what, people, I'm back. And that was all the tweet was, and he didn't go to context because he is back off suspension. He's not back on the Browns. And um, yeah, I yeah. hope that, that I, there's got to be some other reason. Um, oh, here we go. What do you think about Chubb being a wideout most of the game? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you get him the ball, however you can. Um, I, I, how do you feel Browns, about the kids getting uh, all the love this week? I mean, there, there's only five targets to the wide receivers. Juice mm-hmm. got hurt; he was out. Uh, Peoples Jones had one throw to him. Higgins had a one throw to him, and then the interception. And Bry, I will go on record right now. That is not Baker Mayfield's fault. I actually went back and watched that play again. That kid quit, and he was thrown to a spot where that kid was supposed to be, and he just stopped. Yeah, and I mean, you know, you know, you messed up with the coach that is normally even kill is in your ear. The entire time you're walking off the field, screaming at you. <laughs> like, I've oh. never seen Sadansky <laughs> piss before, and I saw it with that kid. So, Schwartz, next time, at least, if the ball is even thrown out of your way, you can't do anything with it. At least look like you're trying to do something. Like, trip or tackle somebody or 
Just go like this, like, oh, did it go over my head? Just something. Do something besides what you did. <laughs> that, that'll, that'll come with experience. He's still young, and, you know, it's not like he's a physical receiver. He's a speed guy. So those speed guys, they don't like to get hit, especially when they're young, when they're green in the NFL. They, you know, they don't want to go across the middle. So he'll learn. I mean, either you do that, you break it up, you try to make a play on the ball somehow, or you're not going to play. I mean, you'll be a one-trick pony. He'll just be running fly routes all the time. He won't be running posts and slants. So it'll come with time, I think. Um, and like you said, Stefanski got it in his ear and in his face, and, and I don't think he'll make that mistake again. Well, the one person – well, there's two people. I think with uh, Juice going out, I think Odell is coming back this week. What do you think? I, I try not to get my hopes up with Odell. Well, um, I try I try not to either, brother. But, I mean, you're sitting there looking at the wide receivers you got. You got Felton, you got Higgins, and you got Peoples-Jones. And mm-hmm. there's one up missing. Um, Christ, what, what Schwartz. am I missing? Schwartz. Schwartz. So you only yeah. have four going into a game mm-hmm. against Chicago. Now, it's great you still got the three tight ends. But right. it would still be nice to have another wide receiver there. So let's – I, I'm thinking that the reason why they put Jarvis on IR is because they knew Odell was coming back. I would agree with you. It, it would be nice to have him back, but in and the same can be said for Jarvis uh, in you know a couple weeks. If you're not ready now, don't play. I need you in December, in January, in February. If you're not right, I don't want this to linger for the whole year. Uh, we can try to make do without you. You mentioned the tight ends. The first couple games and even into the preseason, they've had packages where they have all three tight ends on the field at once. They have, you know, two tight ends split out when Hooper and uh, either Najoku or Bryant. So you can make do without many wide receivers. And that's why I think they they cut um, Davis without a blink of an eye because you got guys like Felton, you got guys like Hunt, um, you got our three tight ends. We could probably... I know the Jets game comes to mind, but we could probably win a game without any wide receivers. Um, So, yeah, if Odell's not right, I don't want him back. But if he is, yeah, let's ease him in there and uh, let's get him going because we're still kind of in that time frame of, you know, less than 12 months for when some ACL injuries take the heel. So if he's right, give him, give him a couple targets, see how he does. But, um, it's not like the, the Kansas City Chiefs or it's not like the Bears or the Chiefs. Yeah. So we can beat them without uh without some of our top talent um and just have a game plan similar to the one we had last week where it's a lot of screens and uh you know conservative play calling. So the other thing I wanted to bring up is all three tight ends are actually producing, which is amazing. Like they yeah. Harrison Bryant had catches down the stretch, so did the Joku. So did uh, so Hooper had what five for forty? Now it's not great for him, but I mean it's that's what you kind of need to do to move the ball down the field, and you know that for mm-hmm. I think Hooper had the most receptions on the team. Mm-hmm. So I mean that's huge for that. Uh, we had Red Leg chime back in. Uh, he said that Davis got re-signed back to the practice squad, and okay. he said he posted the same tweet again. <laughs> see he wasn't lying and he said situations like this make me want to wish we would have kept hodge 
I understand. Yeah, but but I, you you can't anticipate injuries. But I, I'm with you. It would have been nice to have six receivers. And then you have James chiming in, and he thinks that Baker plays better without OBJ. And you know something? I mean, the track record's there that, yes, that's technically what happens. But I think the humbling thing that happened to OBJ was last year, watching his team go to the playoffs without him and him realizing that, you know something? Yes, I can do anything and everything to help this team out, and I need to, so... I might walk a different line. So, and even Red Lake, Cooper had a great game. Yeah, I mean, the mm-hmm. Titans had an amazing game. And you, the one person that I got to bring up on this, I know we had some problems with injuries and everything else. I know Conklin was hurt and everything else. Jed Wills, to come in there, play the way he did on a bum leg, the way he did, kudos, bud. Because... Those are the guys that you don't get a lot of kudos to, like J.C. Treader. Nobody <laughs> ever talks about J.C. Treader. That guy is injured every freaking day, and he's he, still, he still shows up to snap the ball off. Yeah. So I just I, I hope uh, I hope Will's is okay and not rushing back. Um, same thing, you I know, think as the wide receivers. Yeah, but. Like I said, we need your best in a month when we're making a playoff push. If you got to take a game off here, and I know it's against the football mentality, you know, if you're good, shoot it up, get in there. But I, I hate hearing after the season's over, well, this guy dealt with this injury. This guy was hampered with this injury since September. Let's get him right. Let's get him on the field if we can. Um, but yeah. Jed Wills, we needed him because uh because Hubbard's dealing with some injuries, um and Hudson's still a little green, but um yeah that's why you take all this stuff into account and um, Anthony Walker being placed on IR, kind of being the leader of our defense or the anointed leader of our defense, and you can start understanding why we had a little bit of trouble in this game because we were just we're banged up for this one week and thankfully a lot of it's not going to be long term we hope um but yeah survive in advance let's do it again this week against the against the bears all right well do you what do you uh you want to close off the uh the game here and uh say what you want yeah. touches of the houston game yeah um you know i i thought there were some good performances um uh, a couple guys on defense that all we all saw, yeah, we all saw Delpit um, and what he did in that giant play um, as they were almost in the red zone with two and a half minutes left, and and he just came out of nowhere and without hesitation just smashed uh, smashed their quarterback. So that was awesome to see, and he, <laughs> it's funny because you start to remember the Grant Delpit from college because we haven't seen him play in the NFL at all. And you remind yourself the last time Grant Delpit played a football game of consequence was the national championship game where Joe Burrow beat Clemson, which seems like a long ass time ago. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, for him to step in there and have an impact the way he did, that was great to see. (laughs) And we can only be so excited about the future for him. Hopefully he continues to progress. Um, Jadavian Clowney, though, I thought I had a heck of a game. Um, 
people want to dog on Miles for not putting up the stats up to this point, but um, you know, he's garnering a lot of attention and and Clowney's making plays in the run game. He's only has what that one sack or half a sack in Kansas City, but he's putting pressure on uh on the quarterback and so I give him credit. It seemed like Ronnie Harrison was in a lot of good places uh, when he had to be. So those were a couple guys. Denzel kind of had a little bit of a, a tough, uh, tough yeah, but game, but um, but that was I I chalked that up to the defense they were playing. He was playing like five, six yards off. The <coughs> he should have been playing right, right. up twenty. But that's the that's the defense that they schemed and they wanted to play. And I don't blame Denzel for that because I think if Denzel was on Cooks normally, Denzel would have locked him down. But for him being seven, eight yards off of him, what are you going to do? He's going to catch a five-yard slant. What's Denzel supposed to do at that point in time? You know what I mean? Like, it, there's – it's Right. They gave him that slant the entire game. That's why I was worried about Tyrod because I, I think if Tyrod was in there, it might have been a closer game than what we thought because he was actually sure. really seeing it. But well, he was 10 for 11 in the first half. I Yeah, it he got his revenge. I mean, he put a scare yeah, in us, right? He, he sure did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my closing arguments about the uh, the game, like you and I talked about, when you see a special person in college like Grant Delpit, like Matthew, like, you know, you see these guys, you know they're going to be players. And to see him actually get on the field and watch him come around the edge the way he did, nobody touched him. Bry, perfect tackle, forced the fumble. That's the guy that we need. And he was everywhere. And this was 100% Delpit was everywhere. We need that guy. And you know something? I'm excited about that guy because that lets John Johnson do what John Johnson has to do. That lets Harrison do what he has to do. And that frees up the linebackers a little bit. That frees up Jock. That frees up Taki Taki, Mac, all those guys to play a little bit more free, knowing that there's a guy out there like Grant Delpit that has got their back and is going to do some crazy stuff because I mean that Brian, as soon as I saw that sack, I saw 20. I'm like, Holy crap. That was jock. And all of a sudden I was like, dude, so I'm like, Holy. And I started, I went to (laughs) table. I was throwing quarters and pull cues everywhere. I was going nuts. (laughs) Yeah. It's very exciting that, that Delpit can have an impact in his very first game. Um, and so, yeah, everything that we've been told, uh, for the last year and a half, it kind of came to fruition there and let's just hope he can continue to stay healthy because that's the biggest thing with him. We know the talent is there. Um, but yeah, he had a great game. I also give credit to uh, Malcolm Smith because with Walker out, he was kind of thrust into that middle linebacker, that, uh, defensive leader position. And he had a little bit of a tough week going against Travis Kelsey in week one as a lot of linebackers do, but, uh, but he bounced back. He made some plays and uh, yeah, I, I feel comfortable with him for the next few weeks till we can get a uh, Anthony Walker back. All right, brother, let's get into. <coughs> All right. So we got Chicago coming here. We got a coach that doesn't know what quarterback he's going to play. Uh, <laughs> it looks stupid in a press conference saying the scheme, but it's really not a scheme. Isn't and, that nice? It's not us. I know. So we don't know, but he's a good coach, though. I mean, he took Chicago to the playoffs two out of three years he's been there. Yeah, last year they're in the playoffs. I know, and I don't know why. Crazy. Mitchy, Mitchy, hometown boy, Mitchy. <laughs> I'm sorry. You didn't get a good deal there, but 
you got Justin Fields and you got Andy Dalton. And we'll see what the hell happens with that. But uh, what are you looking forward to this game, bud? You know, I kind of want to see Justin Fields play against the Browns. I, and, and, you know, I might be asking for something that in the long term I'm not excited about, but it would be fun to see the Browns uh, against the, the top college, top NFL recruit. Um, and so I know they'll probably go with uh, with Dalton, but um, I wouldn't mind seeing Fields. But the, the Bears are run by their by their defense. Their defense is still darn good. They have Khalil Mack. So um, as bad as it is for our offensive tackles, um, with both of them being a little banged up, Conklin kind of having a slow start this year, they're going to be tested. We might have to double team them. Um, so hopefully, you know, I, I trust Stefanski will roll Baker away from them and, uh, and make plays outside the pocket. But they go kind of as their defense goes. And they've been competitive in their first couple games. They beat they beat uh, Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals last week. They competed at least a lot more than a lot of people thought with uh, with the Rams. So they're a pretty good team. Um, they don't have a ton of superstars. You're going to have to account for Allen Robinson on the outside. So I don't know if, uh, if Denzel will shadow him, but – um, thankfully their offensive line is pretty bad. Um, yeah. and they, they, they drafted a guy, I think late first, early second, um, out of Oklahoma state and he got hurt. I think he's out for the year. So they're already on their backup tackles. So to me, this is a gotta be a big miles Garrett game. Clowney has to continue to uh, produce. And, you know, if it is fields, we're going to have to keep him contained, keep him in the pocket and, well, I'm looking for so, big sacks, four or five sacks. If Fields plays, I have a feeling that Jock is going to be shadowing. I think that would be nice. Fly and just that is his job. But you know something I want to see? There's Lil. What's up, Lil? Lily. There she is. Love that dog. Come on up. There she is. <laughs> So uh, the one thing I'm excited to see is I hope that what happens is we finally get a actual pass rush. Like we saw it there a little bit with Kansas city. We didn't see it at all against Houston at all. You had Tyron Taylor. And I understand Tunsil is a very good left. Tackle. Tunsil is good. Yep. I, I, give I, him I, credit. I, he is a great left tackle, but you know, you sit there, you look at it like how many sacks does Garrett have so far? What half? Half a sack, yeah. Cloudy has half a sack. We need the interior. To, they brought up the uh, guy from uh, practice squad, the one from Minnesota, who I'm going to butcher his name. Uh, starts with, uh, uh, yeah, oh. talking about. Yeah, that was going to yeah, be I'm one of them. No. Not even going to try. <laughs> right. That'd be one of the pronunciations that you're just going to screw <laughs> up. I'm not going to try that. But, you know, I, I mean, I, they need that pass rush for that defense to work and they have to have it. Whether, whether it be blitz or not, I don't give two craps anymore. You've had two games to see what your defense can do. Now they've done good enough. All right. It's time to see what they can actually do and let them loose. And, you know, I heard today that on that wonderful Delpit sack that miles Garrett was dropping back in coverage. What? Hmm. The hell is Miles Garrett doing dropping back in coverage? That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Would you drop Miles Garrett back in coverage, Bry? 
Absolutely, because it worked. Oh, you shut up. <laughs> shut up. Negative, what, seven or eight yards? Yeah, I'll do that every time if I get that result. He's your best pass rusher. Yeah, I know. Um, what I would like to see is a, maybe a little more blitzing this week. Uh, we hardly blitzed last week. Um, and with, with Justin Fields being a rookie, he hasn't seen a whole lot. And even if Andy Dalton plays, he's he's not very mobile anymore. So <laughs> maybe a little more blitzing. I, we haven't been able to get the quarterback with uh, with our front four to this point. Not saying it can't happen, but um, – we just we need guys to step up, and one guy that has stepped up so far through two games is Malik McDowell, oh, and we we need him to keep doing what he's doing, keep progressing. I think I heard he's he's the highest rated defensive player on the Cleveland Browns right now, higher yes. than you know Johnson, Ward, Garrett, right. Clowney. I mean, it's pretty unbelievable that he hasn't played in a couple of years and he's playing as well as he is. So. Four years. That's bro. pretty cool. Yeah. Sure. yeah. That's like, hey, you and I took a time off of softball. I'm definitely pulling a hammy next time we play softball. There's no much about it. I'll be the designated catcher. I don't think I'll do much more than that. Maybe I'll take a bean ball. Pitch runner. I need a runner. That's not <laughs> I hit it, you run out of the box. How'd you get a single when it hit the fence? <laughs> is there anything else you want to talk about the bears before we get into our predictions and bring Vinny back in um no not really i i think uh i think it's another winnable game i'm not sure what the spread is at this point but um yeah let, let's keep doing it browns and uh it would be nice my expectations aren't too high if odell plays let's let's not kill him if he gets you know, four catches for 50 yards or something like that. Let's not throw our hands up and overreact and say, well, Baker and Odell still don't have chemistry. You yeah. got to ease him into it. Um, people are already overreacting about fire Joe Woods, I'm hearing. And I know. It, like, it's going to take time. I mean, think of think of the guys on defense that we're counting on that are playing a lot of snaps that haven't played many games over the last – NFL games over the last two, three years, you know. Also, There's a lot of guys that opted out last year. There's a lot of young guys. They just don't have the experience, especially together. So, and also you got to factor in. Look at all the new players on our defense. Like right. our whole defensive line, besides Miles Garrett, is pretty much new. You have uh, Jordan Elliott, but then you look at the secondary. Newsome, Green Williams didn't play last year. He was out. Mm-hmm. Troy Hill wasn't here. Then you get into the linebackers. Who was Malik? Uh, Smith or Malcolm Smith was the only Malcolm one here. Smith, yeah. and talkie talkie and Mac Wilson, but then you mm-hmm. look at the back end, and it's like Will, uh, Harrison was the only one that was here. Like you're just John Johnson's like, new. Delta's like, no, I mean, one game. Takes a little bit to gel. Uh, the reason why I say that is look at the offense last year. After that bye week, that offense was clicking. It took mm-hmm. until that bye week to like set in. I say yep. give at least two more games. And if it is still a shit show, we'll come back on it. We have too much talent. I, I, I firmly believe. Uh, and it's it's funny because I almost feel like they played better against Kansas City than they did Houston. They did. And they did. Maybe because they've been preparing for them for a month. 
well, you also got to factor in that's the hype up game. That's the last team that beat you. That's right. right. That's a pump up game. And what do we always say about college? It's a pump up game, and then you drop off on the next one because you got to watch out for that next game after the big game, right? Yeah, and they had to drop off, but they still won by ten. So, kudos to you, Browns. Let's do it again. Let's kick the Bears' ass. And by the way, uh, (coughs) coming up in October. On October 31st, we're going to have a special, special, special show for you guys. And you guys are going to love it. Big Bry, myself, my cousin Vinny, and a guest. We're going to dress up for the game. So check out our Halloween costumes and see how you guys like it. Are we going down to Cleveland? No, we're not going down to Cleveland. We're going to do our Tuesday show like we do, but we're going to be dressed oh, up. Oh, the, the Tuesday we, before. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, we, 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 we talked about that. Did we All do right. that last year? Did we do our top three uh, favorite uh, Halloween costumes last year? We did not. Oh, we got to do that then. Are we going to do that? Okay. That'll be the top three for that week. Cause... Okay, we can do that. All <laughs> right, so let's get into Vinny. I'm bringing you back in. You ready? I'm ready when you are. All right, let's get into our score predicts of the week. All right. What happened last week? So last week. Um, we all won because we picked the Browns. No, nope, that is not true. Who picked the Texans? We all picked the Browns. Oh, sorry, last week. I, I yeah. you said last week, I meant, I meant week one. Yeah, yeah, no, we no, no. revealed week two. Yeah, yeah, I know. So we, we all picked the Browns, but all you right. were the closest. So give a little star next year, Dave. Yep. Little star. Little, little baby star. He's got to do it, Bri. I got it. I got this. <laughs> all right. So what do we So, uh, So, yeah. So, Fatty, you went ahead and said 40 to 21. Cleveland, you are now at one and one. Okay. Uh, Big Bry chose 31 uh, to 13 Cleveland, which he is now 2 and 0. Oh. That's pretty good, Bry. And I chose 35 to 18. So, I am one and one. So, Bry is 2 and 0 oh. right now. So, I will go first on this one. Okay. Please do. I enjoyed the Browns. 30 your bears i wish jose was here for this <laughs> i wish he was six. Bears six, six. six 30 to six 30 to six nice they're not even gonna get the extra point nope they're Holy gonna kick two field geez. goals oh, okay. 36 <laughs> all right, all right. we gotta we gotta hear Vinny's. all right um you know, um, I, I happen to do a little bit of quick research. Oh, stop it with the research. No, twenty seven, twenty four, Vinny. Sports Illustrated. Oh boy, here we go. You were asking, you were asking, Bry, about what you know, what you think the point spread is and stuff like that. So, today, yep. uh, Sports Illustrated said that the uh, the Cleveland Browns at one and one are seven and a half point favorites into their matchup on seven and a half. Okay. So, yep. So, so even if I just take that small little snippet, um, twenty-seven, twenty-four really doesn't fit. So <laughs> I, I, won't, won't, I won't go with that. One. We have our thirty-seven, thirty-four. Have All right. to All right. What are you doing? I, I, I will go. I will go. Uh, twenty-eight to to twenty-one. 
27, 27, now he's going 28, 21. All right. 21. I like it. That counts. That's just a full touch. That counts. Write it down. I wrote it down. I marked it down. Unfortunately, though, that means like the Olympians lose, right? If they or you know whoever loses, yeah, yeah. 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 who wins? You, you, Browns win. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah, Browns yeah. win. Browns okay. win. All yeah, right. yeah. Definitely. All right, Brian, give us your score so I can bring it. Our I'll guest. be quick. Yep, I'm going 26-17 Browns. 26-17 Browns. Yep. All right, boys. Well, guess what? When we give our predicts, you know what it is time for. It is time for. And now it's time for Fat Boy Tuesday. All right. So with Fat Boy Tuesday, we're bringing in a special guest. We got to bring in our girl, right? We are bringing in L.A. If she is coming in right. L.A., are you there? Or are you frozen? She looks a little frozen. Well, we did have a special guest. Well, we're talking. Oh, nope, she's out. She's coming back in later. We are talking about game day beverages. I can see you guys. There she, there is. she is. Yay. <laughs> Yay, she made it. Okay, so Thanks. turn your phone the other way. So nope. it gives you a full screen. <laughs> well, we're just. Well, now listen. <laughs> That'll be All fun. right, so let's. We're going to have to take it off of. Uh, um, yeah, it's all oh, right. That half mode thing. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's okay. You're here yeah. with us now. So LA is. I was going to say. Her... I'm oh, I was going to say I'm now. having technical difficulties as it is. Hey, that's what we do every week on this yep. show. That's right. I can't be everywhere at once. <laughs> so <laughs> you're getting ready to start your new podcast. You have a friend that you're doing a podcast with. Quickly tell us about that podcast before we get to our Fat Boy Tuesday. Okay, so um, real quick, it's just going to be pretty much me and my best friend, and we're going to be talking about anything and everything. It is going to be called LA and JJ Love Down for Anything. Um, and it's basically going to be hot topics, um, you know, anything, anything and everything sports, topics, clothes, politics, religion crazy stuff anything and everything so our next show cool. right i i explained to you our next show uh la is coming out to take pictures of right food of us setting up and everything else and hang out with us that show she'll probably get sure. on this for a little bit is that okay cool absolutely yeah. all right the more the merry oh la we brought you here for game day beverages all right, so the reason why I brought this up is because uh, Sunday you saw me in rare form drinking Bloody <laughs> Marys and a whole bunch of shots. All right, so I have got to ask you guys. I'm going to go, let's go with Vinny first because Vinny's been waiting a little bit. Vinny, what is your game day beverage setup? Like, oh. what do you like? Do you like beer? Do you like shots? Do you like mixed drinks? What do you got? Uh I suppose it depends on where I'm at and, you know, who's all around. Obviously, if I'm out shooting pool and stuff like that, um, I mean, it, beer just kind of tends to be the, the way to go for me. No, draft um, your bottle. I Draft. Draft. I, all right. Anytime I can get anything off the tap versus a bottle, I tend to like it better. Um, being in a restaurant background in my past – it it helps the bar out a little bit more too. Okay, yeah, I get so, it. Oh, absolutely. All yeah. right, Brian. What about you? I'm with Vinny. Um, you yep. know, 
beer. You can't go wrong with beer. Um, if I'm if I'm in the bar watching the game, it's usually draft. But tailgating, I learned a long time ago, it's a marathon. I, you go light beer, Coors Light, Bud Light, something like that. Especially some of these people starting. I have friends that five six in the morning drinking so if you're gonna be drinking for six straight hours you can't be doing uh you know i've seen people do shots i've seen people do apple pie moonshine and they're sleeping by nine o'clock in the morning so that's why you do like you gotta layer it up yeah light light beer is the way to go you can have you know anywhere from six to ten of those uh and be feeling pretty good but if i'm just hanging out at home yeah usually bottles maybe i'll get something craft beer something a little more seasonal um but yeah for the most part if i do liquor there's a chance i might not remember the second half so <laughs> keep it light keep it flowing keep it cold all right absolutely so la what what's your favorite drinks yeah. get, oh hey so, she's a carolina panther fan by the way oh you she say is that. all mccaffrey <laughs> So what's your favorite uh, so drink? Again, well, I'm with Vinny. It's it's totally depends on where you're at. Um mo- you can't go wrong with a beer on game day. Um, but I do bottle not draft if I can. Um and you know, usually if I'm tailgating, it definitely starts off with some coffee um that I take down there with me, and it's definitely spiked coffee for sure. Um okay. and then beers. <laughs> Little Bailey's in it. Just go ahead and you know, Bailey's whiskey, whatever. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um, so- you know, it depends. If it's if it's warm, then not so much. But if it's cold, you need that extra liquor to keep oh, your yeah. keep your blood flowing and keep you warm. Absolutely. For sure. So for me, I always like to do a shot right out of the gate to get the get the bubbly everything else out of the I got to do one shot. I don't care what it is. I got to get one shot to get it going. And then once I get it going, I kind of level out with the same drink. Once I start that drink, and it could be rum and coke, it could be vodka, it could be anything. I could drink mixed drinks all day. But when I start mixing everything else in with them, that's when shit gets real. But I, I could sit there and drink like a Jameson and ginger ale all day. I could drink it for 12 straight hours just sipping on it. While everybody else is having a good time, I can have a good time too. Like I, You don't get in too much trouble doing that. Like drinking that, drinking hard liquor for like 10 hours? I, it's just a sip though. I don't. Okay. So You're just a sipper. No. Hey, when LA met me, I was already too deep in. But. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> But normally, like especially like when we play pool and everything, yep. once I start playing pool, I just sit there and sip it. I have a good time with everybody, and I'm like, I'm one of those people that once you start to feel the buzz, like I do not get super trashed. Like I don't anymore. I, no, no, no. I'm just period. I've never. I haven't done it in a long time. Like I, I shut it down once I feel a certain way, because I'm like, all right. I already know I messed up. If I drink any more, it's about to get real. I'm good. Not for me to go home. Like I know that cut off limit, and I just cut it off right there, and I'm done. I'm out. And I, most people don't know that, but I know that about my body because I know it about if 
I have two more drinks, I'm throwing up and shit's getting real. <laughs> you got that Taco Bell alarm that goes off in your head like, all right, so time to switch up. You you and I both have that alarm, though, because yeah. both you and I have talked about this. Like, we drink before we eat because of, like, the bloated level. Right. So, like, we, we like to get a few layers of uh, drinking in before we get the food because you get the food, you just feel full, you don't want to drink anymore. Absolutely. I'm with you. Are you right? Yeah, I mean, I, I do typically eat before I go ahead and, and start drinking just to help with the filtering mm-hmm. process a little bit more. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm, depends on, on when I know I ate last. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll go full bore. See, I need a base. I need base food uh, in there first to start because otherwise yeah. I'll start drinking and then I'll be like, oh. No, I don't want to stop drinking to eat. Just keep bringing me the beer. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm the same way. I, you got to be careful because, yeah, once you start, it's hard to remind yourself, all right, slow it down, have something right. to eat, have a couple yeah. of waters, and you'll be feeling a lot better in the morning. Yes. Yeah, I'm does- good with the water. I got no issues with the water. I mean, most of these bars that we should pull out know to bring me a pitcher of water, and I stick <laughs> a straw in it. Oh, yeah. oh, see. Water's okay. I don't get that either because they know to bring me more rum and coke until I look at it and go, <laughs> good. And then once I do this, I'm definitely good. It's it's like, give me food, give me a coma, I'm out. <laughs> yep. All right. So while we while we transition, Vinny, do you have our uh nice little video for our top three coming up? Yes, I do. Because Brian and I got to do a show right after this. So let's get into our top three favorite beverages, L.A. So this could be liquor. It could be anything you like to drink, all right? Oh, okay. And I will go first for our top three. Um. My honorable mention used to be beer. I do not drink beer that often anymore. I can. I just choose not to. So I drink mixed drinks mostly, whiskeys. Uh, We have a little bit of uh, Cleveland Whiskey Company up here with us right now. And a little bit of uh, Fireball. So I kind of drink drink that way. So uh, my used to go to was a Bud Light. Love Bud Light. Bottle, draft, can, didn't matter. I would drink Bud Light like crazy. My number three, though, is, and this is to my grandfather, a good old-fashioned Canadian Mist and 7-Up. My grandfather drank that for years and years. My whole family drank that. When my grandfather passed away, my whole family went into the garage we pour a drink, we cheers them, we love them. That is always one of my favorite drinks, if I can get a hold of it, is Canadian Mist and 7-Up. And most people do not know what Canadian Mist is, and it's a shitty Canadian whiskey, but it's good. <laughs> All right. My number two, and I love this more than anything, Jameson and Ginger Ale. I have started drinking Jameson and Ginger Ale. Love every bit of it. And 
most of the time it's rum and coke when I'm hanging out with Vinny because rum makes me take my clothes off. But um, hey, now. no, no, not now. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, but my number <laughs> one, uh, sweet tea. I'm not going to go alcohol in this. Any kind of tea. I love tea. It can be unsweet. It can be green tea. It can be black tea. I tried the Earl Grey. Piss on that. Um, but tea, like sweet tea, I love sweet tea. And if it's done right, love it. So I'm going to go with tea as my number one. So, L.A., now that you have met the crisis, I'm going to give one more to Bry. Vinny, you're going to be last, okay? Oh, yeah. All right, so Vinny, Bry, your top three. Yep. Um, and I'll start it off simple. I'm going with my favorite domestic, and I don't know why, but um, probably because my dad always had it around the house growing up, but it's Coors Light. And so when I need a generic beer, I just need something to pick up, uh, not looking to get too trash or anything, but um, Coors Light's the go-to. Um, and so my next probably favorite liquor, and I haven't had it in a little bit, ever since uh, I was on the Cheap Seats podcast, I bought it as a special occasion, as an homage to Kentucky. I got the Jim Beam Black, which was... Yeah, boy. I think probably the first liquor that I ever bought when I was legal. Um, when I was 21, I bought a giant handle of that. goes down smooth. Ain't nothing wrong with that. So Jim Beam Black, number two. Number one, they unfortunately, I don't believe, make it anymore. Um, favorite beer only came out for a couple of weeks in the, um, in the wintertime, and that is Sam Adams' White Christmas. Kind of like uh, kind of like Christmas ale, but not as hard and a little more smooth. So, Ooh. unfortunately, maybe they'll bring it back sometime, but uh, I love that. All right, L.A., give us your top three. Okay, so probably my all-time top three, um, Ocean Vodka with soda, lemon, or water. It's... So smooth and awesome, delicious. No hangover the next day, which is great. Um, <laughs> then probably mimosas. Do you love oh. a good mimosa? Um, and then, yeah. Yeah, a little bit of champagne. Start the day off right. All of that. Um, and then wine. Oh, she's breaking up. What was your number? Oh, it's so generic, but I have to do it. Wine. Wine. Oh, yeah. okay. That's I like fine. red. Like <laughs> wine. Yeah, like a Pinot Noir for a red, and then a white. I like a Pinot Grigio. Maybe put a little vodka pop in it. That's really delicious around the pool. Wow. So you're not a you're not a, you're not a, like a cab or below. No. Cab, too maybe. Dry. Um, too dry. Definitely not Merlot. Okay, too dry. Yeah. Okay. All right, Vinny, I give like us your sweet. Nice. Yep. Give me your top three, Vinny. All right. Um, honorable mention. Got a shout out. Water. Absolutely. <laughs> I thought about Got that. Got a shout too. out. Water. <laughs> For every drink you have, have a glass of water. It will certainly help with your hangover, and in some cases too, right? Yes. <laughs> but absolutely, 
It is a great choice. Um, my number three, uh, Blue Moon on tap. Okay, with the orange. With the orange. Yeah, with the sure. orange. Sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, hey, all three of mine are going to be on tap because I, I don't know. I'll drink bottle if I have to, but everything that's on tap is just so much better in my opinion. So uh, number two, Sam Adams cherry wheat. He just had it, folks. Yeah, he had that last week. Yes, he I did. Absolutely, I never it. had it. Off I had it in the bottle. Me which neither. Is okay, but you hey, know, Bry, watch this. What are you drinking now? Uh, Bumbleberry. Show them. Show show the number folks. one. Show, show the folks. Show the folks what you're drinking now. In little, a can. Little, yeah, uh, that's good stuff. Bumbleberry, fatheads, which I, I love. Fatheads, love fatheads. Bumbleberry. It did not happen to actually make my top three. Wow. All right. What's your number mm. one? Kentucky Bourbon Ale. Oh, I know what you're talking on about. On tap. <laughs> on tap. Absolutely love it. They do have it in bottle form. I just I right. don't think it tastes as good. It doesn't oh, no. taste as crisp or anything else. Having it come straight from the keg is just hey. We, hey, we so amazing when we go to Scorchers on the east side. Yeah, they have it there. I've had one. Hey, I have one glass. I'm like, I'm fine. I went back for the second <laughs> glass. I took two sips of it. I'm like, where are my car keys? <laughs> I was like, holy cow, that kicked my ass. I did not expect It'll it. catch up on you now. So let's get into the comments here. We have, uh, let's see here. We got pop, unsweet tea, whiskey scotch. Yeah, depends on sure. the food. We have sure. Arnold Palmer's Scotch and Recovery Tea. Love Arnold Palmer's. Well, and yeah. this is just a one letter right here, Moonshine. You, you cannot go <laughs> wrong with the White Lightning, right? All right. So Try, try the Blue Flame. <laughs> that is the worst one ever. That is the worst oh, one. Oh, is that the one Vinny brought? Oh, yeah, that's God. the worst one ever. <laughs> Do we still have it up there? No. Well, we had the bottle. I I drank the rest of it. Oh, wow. You drank that. I had to. I couldn't even drink it. That was pure rubbing alcohol. Oh, Oh, I have homemade peach moonshine hidden underneath my sink right now. We are going live right now. You got to stop that. (laughs) And by the way, share with us. Yes. (laughs) I know a guy. I, yeah, that's why my cousin Vinny is right here. I know a guy. <laughs> LA, thank you so much for joining us, sweetheart. We will I will see you soon and I will let you know when we yeah. do our next live show. So I believe it will be Nico's. I still gotta hammer down a date. So I'll give you a call. Okay. And you sounds can see good. All of us out at Nico's, okay? All Thanks, right. LA. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. That was L.A. Brian, what'd you think? Sweet, loved it. All right, that was good. I haven't taken a uh, a trip down the beverage lane in a long time, so I got to step my game up. I told you, I almost bought. I was at a uh, Bueller's today looking for a good beer, and I almost bought Pum King Nitro, but it Ooh. was sixteen ninety nine for four cans. Oh, Jose wouldn't approve of that. That's unbelievable. Four Jose, cans. Jose would not approve of that. He walked for six cents. Six, and they, six, they six weren't, he walked away from a bar. Just, <laughs> they weren't big cans. They were like 13-ounce cans for 16. <laughs> like one. Uh, all right. 
I'm all over right, that. All yeah. Right. That's all right. Sounded good though. All right. Well, let's let's get into the trivia real quick before we get into my cousin Vinny's word of the day. So my trivia to you, Bry, was mm-hmm. when last time that a rusher rushed for over hundred yards for your Cleveland Browns. So because you asked this, I'm thinking it's not Nick Chubb. And then you said uh it's gotta be a trick question. So I'm going to Ernest Johnson. You're an idiot. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. January third against the Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers. Nicholas Chubb ran for one hundred and thirteen uh, yards, I think. Boring. What a snoozer. Uh, I know. Nick I'm Chubb. sorry, bud. But it was one of those ones to let you know. He had 11 rushes for 96 yards. That boy yeah. could pop off 100 yards if they give him the ball all the time. That's, that's like no he, he honestly right. could be Derrick Henry if they actually feed him that much. But they're being smart with him and they're trying not to injure him, right? I'm, I'm totally fine with that. All I care about is wins. All right. So my cousin Vinny word of the day is tribulations, right? Tribulation. 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 All right. I am going to go trials and troubles of everyday life. Trials and troubles of everyday life. Yes. Okay. So more more troubles yeah, and stuff sure. like that, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Brian? Yeah, I'll say trials. I don't care. I got this this game. I got coming back right. at you, Benny, right here. You got to make it quick, there's, though. There's like there's yeah, oh, well, it, 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 bad it, trials no and stuff like that. Bad, tr- bad trials. Bad trials. Yeah, sure. Just all, yep. all, bad, yeah. all bad stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Well, okay, yes. Yes. In this case, you are you are both right. I, it was something that, that came across me, and when I heard, uh, you know, tribulation for a word, I'm sitting there going, oh, my gosh. I'm like, I heard so much about you know these good tribulations i'm like good tribulations i'm like it, it just didn't make sense to me so i ha- happen to come across it here i'm here in webster's dictionary and i went nice. i'm gonna use it okay. i think that might trip people up if other people have heard about these uh good tribulations all right so bry quickly run through yep. there's there's yeah. only four and okay. you're in on this too we'll, we'll let Vinny go first okay Creek. Nope. Vinny. Crick. Pronounce pronounce this. Other left. Pronounce that. Oh. Pronounce this. He's a, he's a, the best NBA player in the world. Holy cow. Uh, <laughs> uh Guinness uh <laughs> okay, Jared, you're next. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Okay, you can both throw for one. <laughs> I was close. <laughs> this one. Oh, I know that one. All right. Oh, Vinny? I got to go first for all of these? No, no, no. I'll you're go. first. No, no, no. Vinny's first. Vinny, Vinny's first. <laughs> I'll go first. I'll go first. Uh, is that... Um... I, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ta on this one. <laughs> okay, very uh, good. You got that right. Tag of Volialia. Yep, you nailed it. Uh, Jared, what do you say? Tua Tagavaloa. <laughs> Tungavaloa. Go for two, both of you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here's here's a fun <laughs> one right here. Uh, DJ. Okay, DJ. What? 
Yeah, that's uh, uh... <laughs> your dick, right? <laughs> uh, vaguely Ali. It, it's a U. That first one's a U. Sorry. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> spelling spelling counts. Okay. There's a lot of vowels in that one. I know. Uh, Is he Italian? Uh, no. Nope. He's. Not, I don't think so. Is he Samoan? No. I almost looks Russian. I don't know why. No, no, no. You can lie. Well, we, we need we need your final answer. I'll uh, give you okay. DJ. Okay. I'm gonna say uh Ugalele. Shut up a stop. Yeah, that. Ukulele. Oh, yeah. DJ Ui Ungalele. I said you here, here's the last one. Jabarius Tagarius. I know it. You got that one? Is that really it? No, that's not right. It, it does look like Jack Marius. Jack yep. Marius. Tech Therius. Tricks. No, let me got that one. <laughs> yeah. East West Bowl. You're bringing it. Hey, BYU, Dan Smith. Oh, you got Dan Smith. All right. I'll give you a point for Dan Smith. All right. Aaron a- Rodgers. Aaron a- Rodgers. <laughs> I had to turn it back around on you, Vinny. You made me look stupid for two months now. Hey, and oh, if no anybody way. wants no to way. check out that one, it is Key and Peel East West Bowl. It is the funniest shit I have ever seen. <laughs> so, on that note, we are closing out our show because Brian and I got to do another show here in about 20 minutes. So, wow. Brian, bless him. God bless you. God bless America. All right. My cousin Vinny, tell him good night. Hey, have a good night, everybody. All right. I am that fat guy, and we still are on my cousin Vinny's word of the day. Uh, we are definitely uncorked, unloaded, and we want to thank our troops, first responders, everybody for what you guys do. Thank you so much, and thank you for everybody in the comments. Ed, Justin, Papa V. Papa V made the moonshine. Uh, we're Polly, 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 Polly. Thank you. So, Dominic, Dominic, I forgot about oh, Dominic, yeah, and he Dom loves pierogies. Loves pierogies. Loves them. We're gonna have a pierogi challenge again, Dominic. So just wait. No, yeah, we are. We are. So we are definitely uncorked, unloaded, and we are out. Thanks for watching, guys. Trials and tribulations. <laughs>